Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Board Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. We're live from high atop Mount Moriah, down the hall from non-stop hip-hop. Here at Flynn Broadcasting, an early edition of MSL this morning. Followed immediately by Ole Miss Baseball. We're going to get you ready for today's uh, Grizzlies game happening at 8.30 tonight on ESPN and Sports South. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. Usually joined alongside Mr. Jackson, Mr. Mississippi, uh, Marcus Hunter. We will be joined by him in just a moment. On the other side of the glass, Johnny Radio is here pushing some buttons uh, for us this morning as well. What's up, Radio? What up, what up, what up? Now, Survived. Ori- originally, Johnny was supposed to be, uh, you were going to be off today, but you found out that later on, on this show today, we have the Lynx and Laces girls in studio. Uh, next week is the Lynx and Laces golf tournament. And some of those girls will be in studio. If you haven't, if you haven't uh, heard about this, we are giving away one spot on our foursome, uh, four-person team next week. Johnny Radio, Marcus Hunter, and Dustin Starr are going to be golfing, uh, and they've got one open spot. And we're going to give that away. If you call in during Hang Up and listen today, you'll qualify. And if you, uh, we'll also give you a chance to uh, win on our Facebook page and our Twitter page. But later in hour number one today, this 10 o'clock, special 10 o'clock hour, we will have some of the girls from the Links and Laces golf tournament. So, Johnny Radio, you you are excited. You got some questions for them? It's just the standard number, address. <laughs> address? Eight. You ask girls for their number and their address? Yeah, man, I got to know where to go. Uh, so we'll be joined by them a little bit later on in the hour. My uh, podcast co-host... Holly Whitfield from the Ella Memphis Podcast. She's going to join us as well uh, in in this hour. Then when we jump into our second and a half hour, because we're on for two and a half hours today, it's unique. We'll go up at 1230 right after Hang Up and Listen to lead into Ole Miss Baseball. In our second and a half hour, we will uh, be joined by Bongo Lady. She's the NBA Fan of the Year. She's coming in studio with us. And... We will uh, have Kevin Lipas. We always do at 11.30. He will call in and talk to us about the Grizzlies game tonight. And we'll take your phone calls at noon for Hang Up and Listen where we've got some great prizes. So we got an action-packed two and a half hours uh, today. It's like we're a summer movie today. We're going past the two-hour mark. And um, quick special shout-out to our friends at Smoothie King. Smoothie King in Carverville dropping off some veggie blend smoothies for us uh, this morning. Veggie and fruit smoothies. It's the... I've never had one of these until today, but they're they're new to Smoothie King. If you go to Smoothie King, any one of the the four Memphis area locations, know you get this new veggie smoothies. Your smoothie, no matter what you will get, will come in this cool green cup. But uh, this is I like good. them better. You like the veggie ones better? I do. I really, really, really do. And I love the other ones. Don't get me wrong. I right. love the fruit ones. But when I eat the ve- like drink the veggie ones, one the fl- the flavors like. Un- amazing, but I feel healthier. No matter what, it might be a placebo right. effect, but because I know I'm getting my vegetables <laughs> and my fruit, I'm like, damn, I feel good. It's this one's got apple, kiwi, and kale in it. It's really, really good. 
apple kiwi kale are our three ingredients. I, it, it, it tastes delicious and it tastes healthy like Johnny Radio says. So go check out those new veggie smoothies at Smoothie King uh, with their four Memphis area locations. But uh, the playoffs are here. The Grizzlies are in the playoffs. We'll talk so much about it uh, starting at 11 a.m. this morning. But we're going to uh, start the show this week with my regular co-host, uh, Marcus Hunter, who joins us live now from Jackson, Mississippi. What's up, Mr. Selfie? Man, look, um, I picked the wrong weekend, apparently, to stay in Jackson. I mean, the girls are in the studio. You got a bongo lady hanging out in the studio. And you also have smoothies. I mean, Come on, man. I, I, I feel like I picked the wrong week to stay away from Memphis this weekend. But, uh, you know, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. But I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? Pretty good. I mean, it's playoff time, you know. it's it's, it's The air feel, feels different this time of year. Dude, you know, Kevin, I, you know, I've been telling you all season long just how of a great decision they made by giving Dave Yeager that job after they fired Lotto Holland. I've been telling you all year how great of a job Dave Yeager has been doing with this Grizzlies basketball team. And finally, you see what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 you sure have. <laughs> how about, it has been an awesome week, and it's tradition on this show. We usually start the show with the starting five, but it's a tradition on this show. Uh, once playoff season kicks off that we don't do the starting five because there's only one story going on really in sports in this town uh, when the playoffs are going on and that is of course the NBA playoffs Grizzlies Thunder part three starts tonight in Oklahoma City uh, but first before we talk about that what a great week it was for the Grizzlies getting that seventh seed uh, by defeating the Mavericks in overtime no less they had to go to extra uh, five minutes of basketball. I mean, we talked about how it couldn't be scripted any better to finish with Phoenix, Dallas, and, and, and Memphis battling out for those playoff spots. But it, they still, all the way down to the last second, they had to add five more minutes to settle it. Yeah, and you know what? That was, uh, I mean, I mean that, that win for the Grizzlies is like the best thing that probably has happened to this team um, since Marcus Gasol came back into the lineup because Nobody's going to take down San Antonio, but you have a shot against Oklahoma City. So Memphis, they had to give everything that they had in that game, and it proved just how badly that team wanted that seven seed and wanted to avoid the San Antonio Spurs. That game for both of those teams was about avoiding the San Antonio Spurs, not about wanting to play Oklahoma City. Oh no! Yeah, I mean, absolutely, people weren't wanting to avoid avoid the Spurs at all costs because now. Uh, which is not only do you avoid them for the first round, but you avoid them if for the second round in the event that you move there, and that you only have to play them if if they make it to the Western Conference Finals and you make it to the Western Conference Finals, which is that's huge because who knows if the if the Spurs are going to be able they're going to sweep the Mavericks probably right and yeah. and then uh, they'll make a movie about it starring Jim Carrey probably not but then they've got uh houston probably in the next round and who knows if they can get past them They're, they've got some teams that they have struggled against before they make it to the western conference final wait you think houston's going to get past uh the clippers it's well houston or the clippers i mean it could be who knows i, I don't mean, know i'm not think... giving a prediction right now but oh. houston's been under the radar we haven't thought about them because the grizzlies haven't been in the playoff race with them right now right i mean houston's been yeah. locked in there uh they're better than portland uh, they got to go against Portland, so right? Am I right? Yeah, right. That's the first round matchup. Well, yeah, Houston would go up against. Well, well, well the Grizzlies could, could face the Clippers in the second round, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, am I, oh, am I saying the Grizzlies going to get past the Clippers? No, yeah. I'm not. I'm saying they could. If they, yeah. I mean, we know the Grizzlies can beat the Thunder and the Clippers. They did it last year. Yeah, and see, and see, that's the crazy thing. You know, this year the Grizzlies could have the same 
paths to the NBA Finals as they had last year. Because last year it was they right. played the Clippers first, then Oklahoma City, then San Antonio, and now they're just starting off at Oklahoma City. I think pass, but yeah. Um, In the event they win, know, it's gonna. You're right. It's the same exact path. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty unique. I mean, it's kind of boring if you're a fan. I mean, you hate to see the same team in the playoffs every year. But at least it's a team that you're familiar with, and all of those teams, except with the exception of the San Antonio Spurs, fans know that the Grizzlies can't beat because they've beaten them last year. I mean, yes, uh, Oklahoma City this year will have Russell Westbrook back, and the Clippers they do have a better head coach in Doc Rivers. But at least you know player for player, for the most part, the Grizzlies can compete with those teams, and therefore it should make for a very exciting series, uh, regardless of who they're playing until they beat the Spurs. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, and it's, it's the a lot of familiarity. It seems these rivalries are building. So you know, hey, the Grizzlies played have played the Thunder. This is going to be the third time. And you look back uh, last year, they didn't have Westbrook, right? That's what everybody said. Thunder didn't have Westbrook. Yada yada yada. Uh, but two years ago, the Grizzlies didn't have Rudy Gay. And as much as we talk about on this show that the Grizzlies are better than Rudy Gay, that team two years ago uh, that the Grizzlies lost that series to the Thunder. They might have won that with Rudy Gay. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely used Rudy Gay in that series. Um, you know, but you know, but but now this year, all things are even. All things are fair and square. Well, and kind all, of. Apparently, right. you know, Nick Calathis is now suspended for twenty games because he takes drugs allegedly, according to testing at the NBA. So, uh, do you do you find this as a factor? This is this is a, the sh- most shocking news I think. If you could say name a Grizzlies player who's going to get suspended for the playoffs for for failing a drug test, Nick Calathis' name <laughs> would not come up. <laughs> you make a great point. He's the last person who I would have thought would have failed the drug test. You, I mean, it's just, wow. To, so he's out. Of course, he's out for the. So he's out. No, he's not. So good thing that you got Bano Udridge, uh yeah. on the bench. Unfortunately, he hasn't played much for this team. He's tweeted a lot. He's our f- new favorite Twitter star. But um, so good thing he can step up. But Nicolaitis is gonna. Do you, of course, and Quincy Pondrexer is also not on this team. Coupon, he's hurt. So you can't say the Grizzlies are at full strength. But we're not gonna use that as an excuse. This is still the best Grizzlies roster of all time. Nick Calathis or Bain Udris playing your your point guard, right? Uh, as backup point guard. I think either way, it's still probably the best roster they've ever had. Bano's just got to stay healthy, or then you're completely in trouble. Well, what it really hurts is the fact that um, you know. Mike Connolly last year really got, or a couple of years ago, really got worn down by uh, having to chase Chris Paul around. And he got worn down by having uh, to chase Tony Parker around. And he may get worn down having to try to chase uh, Russell Westbrook around without a formidable backup point guard. And we know if, if Mike Connolly gets tired and just towards the end of the game and he doesn't have all of his gas, that's really going to hurt the uh, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Um, but the fact that Nick Calathis is... Um, you know, so you know the fact that the Clippers is not playing. Who would have thought at the beginning of the year that that would even be a problem? <laughs> what, what's up with Bano? Is he gone or something? No, Bano. What do you mean? Bano? I know. That's what I'm saying. He's man. What, what's the difference between Bano and Nick? Well, we're gonna find out. Defense. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. We we don't know. Bano has not played enough to really. To he's know. a veteran, man. You know what you're gonna get from him. True. 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 Uh, he's veteran. He's a vet- he's a rookie tweeter, but a, a veteran uh, backup point guard in the NBA. Um, 
the uh, the NBA union, of course, for Calathis' suspension, of course, the players' union, head of the players' union, uh, this is what he said about this. He said, quote, this discipline is a true injustice. Um, so they were, this is reported by Yahoo Sports. It is a little wild that you're going to suspend Nikki Kay, a guy who's not nearly as athletic as as as, as most NBA players, right? Uh, a uh-huh. balding white guy. Uh, see, see, here's my question: Was he really trying to take a, a kind of a steroid, or was he really trying to grow his hair back? Was it like a hair restoration treatment? I was wondering: Is it? Could it be that this was it just? Could it be some type of a? Oh, you know, a, over, some type of uh, just for men that we just don't know about, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, look, I mean, think about it. He played overseas for years. They probably have hair restoration products over there that we haven't heard about. Right, yet. right. So, yeah, that's true. He probably got some. He has his supplier overseas, you know, some overseas hair grow grow back and stuff. Hopefully, he didn't share it with Costa Cufos. Oh my! Oh my goodness! I hope he did not. Jeez, that would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> can't lose Costa Cufos in this. <laughs> you can't lose Costa. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the name of the drug is Tam O X Tamox Fison Tamox Fison T A M O X I F E N. Sounds like hair restoration medicine to me. Does it? Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> it wasn't working. <laughs> if that's what it was. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and it's funny. Like we talk about, like Bano. Bano's taken over the the backup point guard position uh, for this series. Who knows how you know how good it is? Nicolathis will not play another game this year for the Grizzlies. But and and you even think like OJ Mayo got suspended for steroid type drugs. Uh, not too long ago. Remember that's that bad season for OJ in Memphis where he was getting in fights on planes with Tony Allen. He got suspended, and that was only like a ten day suspension, if I remember correctly, ten game suspension. And now yeah. you got Bano getting suspended, for, probably uh, because he tested for it right before the playoffs started after the regular season. Just like you know, if you're in the NCAA tournament, uh, if you're an NCAA basketball player, if you test positive for marijuana, you're suspended for the remainder of the tournament, no matter no no, no matter. Because of when it happened, you know, uh, i.e., um, uh, the uh, Allen kid. But um, so, so I mean, that that could be the reason why. But I mean, it's really unfortunate. It just, but maybe that's why he was getting better. Because remember, Nick Clinton at one point was really bad, and then all of a sudden, my colleague gets hurt, and then he comes in, and he's like, you know, playing awesome. So you don't know, right? And. Uh... Uh, and of course, Bano, as we talk about how awesome he is at Twitter, his last tweet, if you go to his Twitter profile, is a picture of like him and you got Calathis photo bombing in the background. Wow, the irony there. Yeah. Do you um, have any? Do you have any faith in Bano? Do I? At the myth? Yeah, I think he can be. Fun. I, I, I think he. Like Johnny said, this guy is a is a veteran. He's he's been there before, uh, and he's been at these practices, and he's been very enthusiastic. And play, people, we talked about it on this show is that we we've been wanting to see him play, right? So what a bigger yeah. stage to see him play and step up uh, we're than this see situation, him play now. right? Because yeah, we know we're see him now. We know him so well, though. But. Uh, so this is going to be the series without Nick Calathe. Last year, so two years ago, Rudy Gay didn't play, and it might have been better. We don't know. We know the team got better without Rudy Gay, but that year were they particularly already that much better without Rudy Gay? Maybe, maybe they oh. didn't need Rudy in that series. But I just uh, remember some of that yeah, that Thunder series in particular, like Rudy Gay could have helped out a little bit, maybe. 
definitely. Um, yeah, you know, not the Spurs series. I don't know if they would have beat the Spurs with Rudy Gay, but then again, the Thunder, for some reason, it seemed like a different series, especially when you go to that triple overtime game. You just needed bodies that could shoot, right? Because you had O.J. Mayo fouling out and everything. Um, exactly. So now you got Nicolaitis is out in, in coupon this year. Uh, of course, uh, Westbrook for the Thunder last year. Should be a fun series. And and some Grizzlies fans possibly make would be on their drive right now. We'd be talking to them right now on their drive down forty to uh, to uh, Oklahoma City. However, they couldn't get tickets. They can't get tickets. They were blocking tickets being sold uh, to anybody that's not in uh, like four states, and of course Tennessee, not one of those states. Um, this we didn't find out till yesterday. Uh, Grizzlies playoff tickets. Uh, go on sale today, I believe, at high noon. So, get to your computers if you haven't got a, if you didn't get a pre-sale on that already. But you cannot buy a playoff ticket if you uh, if you live in the state of Tennessee. You cannot buy a ticket to a game at, for the Thunder home game. They oh, you have to live in Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, Missouri, or Nebraska. How Nebraska slipped in there? You know, just drive across the straight line. It's right there. Just drive, just drive on over to Arkansas and buy your ticket. Is there is there a Ticketmaster uh, location at yeah, the... Yeah, but uh, fool, when you put your credit card information, it's going to know where you're from. At the dog track, can you go buy t- Can you buy tickets at the dog track? <laughs> Somebody's, everybody, got, everybody knows somebody who lives over there, right? Yeah. In Oklahoma City? In Arkansas. In Arkansas. Everybody's got a friend in Arkansas. You can buy the tickets for them. No. How do you know that everybody has a friend in Arkansas? A lot of people don't everybody, like Arkansas. Do you know somebody, Johnny, who lives in Oklahoma? It's Come on. It's in Memphis. You have to have somebody in Arkansas. Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, Missouri, and Nebraska. Do you have a friend who lives in any of those states? Yeah. All right. Okay. So you should be able to still get tickets. <laughs> um, yeah. If you want them bad enough. But the Grizzlies, they have said that they will not block this. I mean, do you, what, what do you think of this move? you think it's smart? Because, I mean, it has happened like Seattle made a big deal about this, Marcus, with your pro football team that you you love, your bandwagon team of the 49ers. Man, come on. Hey, man, look, look, look. No, no bandwagon here, sir. <laughs> but but <laughs> but they did that, right? Seattle tried to – you had to live in Washington and maybe another state or something where you couldn't get Seahawks uh, playoff tickets – because they didn't want 49ers fans to get them. Yeah, you know, they wanted to be loud, and they not understand, you know, that's the whole idea that Oklahoma City, you know, Chesapeake Arena is supposed to be extremely loud, and, you know, they want to make sure that their fans are in there so it can be even louder. But, um, you know, I mean, it is what they – if that's what they feel they need to do to ensure victory over the Memphis Grizzlies, then big props to the Memphis Grizzlies for having the folks that are afraid to have to face them in the first round of the playoffs. And how how cool is it to be like the for the Grizzlies' sake to say, hey, we don't have to do that. We're confident in our fan base showing up. We're confident that the fans who do show up, even if there are some Thunder fans in the building, our fans are going to show up and they're going to be loud enough and crazy enough that when you walk into the grindhouse, uh, it, it doesn't matter if you're a fan from another team. Nobody's going to hear you. Nobody's going to see you. This is the playoffs in Memphis. We're going to sell this thing out on our own. Exactly. So, you know, Memphis, yeah, that, Memphis is saying, whatever, OKC, we're better than you regardless. And if you want tickets, you can get tickets, right? I mean, it's yeah. going to be able to get – you can you – can, there's still StubHub. There's still – you can go buy – I don't know, scalping legal in Oklahoma City. I don't I don't know. But the worst thing would be to have to drive to Oklahoma City and then not have a ticket um, because there's not much else to do there. If you can't get a ticket, you're kind of no, stuck. 
Yeah, there is absolutely nothing else to do in Oklahoma City but go to Oklahoma City Thunder game. But um, anyway, all right. So the series they got nice trains. They got what nice I mean, what? All aboard! I mean, John, all of their clubs, all of their clubs shut down at midnight. And their only clubs is like a Hooters or something, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah. Like when I went there uh, for the playoffs a few years ago, I went to the Hooters. I mean, that was pretty much that was it. I don't uh, like the chicken wings. Okay, uh, Johnny, I'm glad you you spoke back up here. We're trying to figure out this drug. You're our, our um, MSL drug correspondent. What yes, is sir. this drug that Nicolaitis <laughs> got suspended for? Have you heard of it before yesterday? Tamoxifene. Absolutely not, because I've heard it doesn't do anything at all. Well, in the realm of getting you high. <laughs> We know that's, but apparently it's a, it's some type of a steroid. You think he was taking it to grow his hair back? It's actually, I believe, isn't it supposed to prevent estrogen? Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, it's supposed to do that, so maybe he uh, didn't like his voice. Hmm. Didn't want to sound like Michael Jackson. All right. <laughs> maybe he was trying to get his hair back, or maybe he was trying to reverse the uh, aging. It's really, really caught up with him. A reverse aging type of a fountain of youth? Uh, steroid, possibly so. All right, Marcus. Before we let you go, we got to get your prediction uh, for the for this playoff for the entire playoff series right here. Um, of course, next week's show you talk about we move we're on early this week. Next week we're on Sunday from five to seven. Uh, next week five to seven uh, time slots. Set your your phone alarms now, so we'll be able to uh, break down whatever happens in Game Four in Memphis is next Saturday night. Game One is tonight. What will where will we be before you give your full prediction? Next, your Marcus the Magnificent uh, hat on for a second. Like next week, uh, what we'll be looking at next Sunday night when we go on the air at five o'clock. We'll be four games into the series. What will it be? Four games into the series next week. Um, it'll be two two. All right. We two two. I think uh, I mean, I honestly believe that the Grizzlies are going to go to Oklahoma City, take Game One today, um, lose Game Two. It's you know it's, it's going to almost be a mirror of what happened uh, a few years ago when they played them in the second round. They're going to take Game One, lose the next two games, win Game Four, go back to Oklahoma City, tie that too. All right. So you got two two. What, what? So what do you what do you have? Uh, who do you have winning the series, and in how many games? I have Oklahoma City winning the series in six games. <laughs> in six? Just raining on our parade, bro. Yeah, there we go. Well, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. It would, listen, listen. It would have gone seven with the Grizzlies finally winning a game seven on the road, but unfortunately, Nick Collins is out. I'm blaming it all on Nick Collins. Oh, come on. Okay, but you, this no, is, I don't understand no, Mike, this. Mike Collins is going to be worn down by the sixth and seventh game. There's Bano can still play. Wear him out. <laughs> But he has not been playing. There, there was a difference between practice shape and game shape. He hasn't been playing in games. Okay. He hasn't been running out there and running the offense doing real games. That's going to be the biggest problem. Okay, Grizz. Yeah. All right, we've got the Grizz. We got so they're at home in the sixth game. That's what I. Yeah. That's why I don't like that prediction. Like you're saying, the Grizzlies are going to lose the series at the Grindhouse. They've done it before. <laughs> Right, they've lost that game seven uh, to the Clippers is the the most famous one. Uh, yeah, they lost before. last year game four. They got swept at home last year. So to the Spurs, though, who peed yeah. in your cornflakes? Nobody. Oh, Johnny Radio Nobody, was upset man. at your you know, at your, listen, your prediction. No, listen, 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 listen. 
I honestly believe if it weren't for Nick Collective being out, it would be a, it would make a difference. Nick Collective's not being out is going to be bigger than people think about in this series because Mike Conley, remember, he's still he's still not one hundred percent. He was injured. He's still and not I 100%. honestly think that when you went down to Jackson, you lost your mind that you're sitting here saying we're going to lose this series because of Nick Collective. No, I'm not saying you're going to lose it because of Nick Collective. You're saying the game early. You're going to lose it because Mike Conley is going to be worn out because he's going to have to overcompensate for the loss of Nick Calathis. Nick, Nick Calathis, you know, he's a small, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And Nick Calathis just really, really hurt the chain. All right, that that's fair. Uh, Johnny, have you logged in your official prediction? This is usually the time slot that, that, that Memphis and the entire world is tuning in to hard bashing, um, waiting for your uh predictions on on baseball and stuff what is your uh what is your nba round one playoff series memphis versus oklahoma series prediction johnny well now i look like a hypocrite (laughs) (laughs) i predicted friday morning that the grizzlies unfortunately will lose game seven but it's gonna be a tight series i like a game seven uh, as well game seven uh grizzlies loss best player on the planet right now of course, it's LeBron James, but the second best is Kevin Durant. He's playing in this series. That's third, but third Thunder. best, according to Marcus Hunter, is Nick Calathis, and he's out. No, no absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> All right, Marcus, uh, we will uh, talk to you next week. Of course, next week the big golf tournament, the Lynx and Laces golf tournament. So I know you'll be back up in in the Mid South for that. So, um, oh yeah, then I'll be over at the game Saturday. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be a fun weekend. It's gonna be a fun weekend okay. next weekend, and we will uh, we'll weekend. talk to you then. Thanks, Marcus. Can't wait to see All my right, bandwagon Memphian again. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll let you guys. All right, that's uh, Mr. Selfie, Mr. Jackson, Mississippi. My regular co-host on this show, uh, Marcus Hunter. He's he's making his transition to be the morning anchor. He is the morning anchor now at ABC in Jackson. Uh, right down the road, stream that online. I'm sure you can you can watch it. Uh, we we have a we're we're on early today and uh, we're on for two and a half hours and we've got so much to talk about. We'll we'll resume our Grizzlies talk at 11 a.m. But we got some other business to take care of first. Um, when we come back, we will talk to my other co-host. She co-hosts the I Love Memphis podcast with me. Her name is Holly Whitfield. Uh, we'll talk with her next. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Sports 56 middays with Greg Gaston. And Eli Savoy. Weekdays from 11 till 1. Right here on Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Up and coming. Up and running down. Summer Avenue. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. GK was on the radio. WHBQ. All right, welcome back to MSL. On this playoffs Saturday, thanks for making us part of your weekend. If you ever miss a portion of the show, you can catch the podcast memphisport.com or for free on iTunes. Just search for us. Also on iTunes, you can find my other podcast. It's the I Love Memphis podcast. If you haven't subscribed to that yet, you need to do so. The I Love Memphis podcast. Uh, number two, the April edition, is up right now, so you can listen to both of them. Subscribe to that. I host it with Holly Whitfield, who joins us on this show every month, and she joins us right now. What's up, Holly? Hi. Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. <laughs> 
Holly is I Love Memphis. Follow her at I Love Memphis. Read the I Love Memphis blog, I Love Memphis blog. Dot com. Uh, listen to the podcast. I love Memphis Podcast. Dot com. It's a big day um, for the city. It's always something I was saying earlier. It just uh, feels different in the air when the Grizzlies start the playoffs. Now it's a gorgeous day. Everyone's excited. I'm excited. I I, I agree with you. It's it's something. It feels different. It feels different. Definitely feels different. And um, of course, the new I Love Memphis Podcast is up. It's been up for a few right. weeks now. The April one's up. Yes. And we talked to Andrew and Michael. Right. And broke some news. Some fun, exciting news. Uh, Andy and Michael are chefs of uh, and owners of uh, Andrew Michael Italian Kitchen in Brookhaven Circle, also Hog and Hominy. And they make amazing food, and they're actually going to open a new establishment also in Brookhaven Circle that they told us about on the podcast. It's going to be called Porcellino's, and it's a butcher shop, deli. They said something about wine and espresso, and I, I kind of just... <laughs> faded away after that because it sounded so divine. So we talked more about that on the podcast, but that was exciting. I, we didn't know they were going to talk about that when they came in the studio. Right, they made so a surprise announcement. Yeah. So podcast one was Joe Birch. Podcast two, um, Andrew and Michael. Um, you can check that out. I love Memphis Podcast dot uh, com. It's, it'd be great. Just download it, you know, put it on your device, whatever. Subscribe. We got another one. We're in the works right now, uh, about to come out. But I wanted to talk to you today because I saw this link. You sh- you shared this with me. I saw it float around Twitter and Facebook, and um, I was like, this is perfect thing for us to talk about. Yeah, I got uh, when an you email with the link. Oh, perfect time. Somebody <laughs> emailed it to you. What did they say? Actually, uh, the reason I found out about this link, which I guess you're going to explain here in a second, was because they emailed it to me and asked me to share this article about Memphis with my I Love Memphis followers, and I declined to do so, actually. Oh, so you've not shared this? Uh, no, I didn't actually share this with my followers. Because um, it's a controversial list. This is a controversial list. Right. So apparently there is a real estate news company based in <laughs> California. I, I don't... This is the best that I can come up with. Uh Movoto.com is what it is, and they email me this list, and the name of the article is 10 Memphis Stereotypes That Are Completely Accurate, and they said, we think your readers would, would, like, would like this, and I read the, read the list, and I agreed with some of them, and some of them I really disagreed with, this list of Memphis Stereotypes. Yeah, so it's a list of 10 Memphis Stereotypes that are completely accurate. Uh, so what the title is. Yeah, let's go through this, because... Look at yeah, this let's list. Let's agree, disagree on these, because because some of them I disagree that they're even stereotypes. Like some of them aren't even Memphis stereotypes, and some are not completely accurate. Right. Like there's reasons to disagree on a couple of them, but the first one, everyone in Memphis is a total barbecue snob. I I kind of agree with that. I agree with that. I think they started off yep. on the right foot, right? Right. The list of ten Memphis stereotypes that are completely Number accurate. Number one is everyone in Memphis is a total barbecue snob, and they go on to elaborate to say that, you know, we turn everything from pizzas and nachos to barbecue feasts. And I, I, I'm on board with that. I'm on We're board defi- number one. Definitely barbecue snobs. Right. I think so. And everybody's got their favorite places and places they say, oh, you shouldn't go to. Or, oh, that place isn't good. And somebody else likes it, though. Uh, so definitely number one. It's, it makes sense. It's a stereotype, and it is accurate. Number two, in Memphis, your high school matters more than your college. Well, I moved here after high school. So I don't know that I can really speak to that. But the people that I uh, did talk to about this said that this is this is fairly accurate. But I don't know. I can't say. 
personally. I, I as somebody who did uh, go to high school or went to Houston, uh, the best getting better. Uh, Johnny Radio as well. In Memphis, your high school matters more than your college. That is definitely a stereotype that people have right. of the city. That's definitely what people say. How accurate is? I don't know. I mean, especially during during like during a uh, college football season. I don't know if it if it if it matters as as much. I mean, I feel like if you're but, meeting someone new, you might ask them where they went to high school first in case yeah. you have mutual friends or something. But if I you're just, from like, here, it's just a weird thing if to call a stereotype. Right. If you're from here, people will ask you where you went to high school. They will. And sometimes people ask you where you go to school, and they may save the high school. You know, and like, but well, I don't I even know college, if that's a uniquely right. Memphis right, that, thing. It just seems like something that people do. A hometown yeah. type of a thing for yeah. people. Yeah. But anyway, that I'm fine with it being on the list. That's fine. Yeah, number one and number two are, are okay. Number three, listening to jazz and the blues is a way of life. Listening to jazz and the blues is a way of life. Do you agree or disagree? That's def- I definitely agree that that would be a stereotype, I would think, that, or definitely something that people would assume about Memphians. Um, I don't know if it's as big of a way of life as it should be, right. necessarily, right? Right. Well, I think the that downtown it is on Beale Street. It is right, right. And you know, we do have we do have some great jazz musicians and jazz radio stations here, but really, right. the blues is what we're most known for, and people get that confused a lot and throw jazz in there as one of these, and that's also on other stereotypes on the list. But at least they didn't say country. You know, at least they didn't say right. country. A lot of people will say, oh, well, Memphians in their country music. I'm like, we love country music, but I think you're thinking of Nashville. So at least they didn't do that. Right. Uh, that one, again, it's it's fine that they have it on the list to me. Right. Because uh, it is a stereotype, but it's not necessarily a way, uh, the, the way, is a way of life. Not of life. It is on Beale Street. If you walk down Beale, it is. We're, we're going through the 10 Memphis stereotypes that are completely accurate. It's brought to you by a real estate company website. Holly would not tweet it on her I Love Memphis <laughs> Twitter. I will tweet it off of mine at Cerrito. Uh, tweet it off of mine. And you can tweet it as well. Uh, number four stereotype, people in Memphis take the right to bear arms seriously. I didn't know that was a stereotype. Right. I, I don't know. My With that, it's kind of like Memphis. Maybe, maybe it's the South. Maybe it's the Southeast. Or a lot of people outside the South, but you know, maybe it's more of a general stereotype about people in the South than actually specifically Memphis. This is another one that's right. Just that's odd definitely to me. a South one. It's just that's, odd to me. It's definitely a South one. I don't understand, but I do know a lot of people who who like guns and own guns. So, right. But that's more of a, a Southern thing than a Memphis thing. Yeah. So I mean, I can say okay, fine. Number four, people in Memphis take the right to bear arms seriously. I didn't know that. Yeah. Sure. Okay, that, that should be more of a, a, a Southern stereotype, and I would say yes. Uh, number five, Memphians only eat food that has been fried or coated in meat. Now, this one sent me into a tizzy. I oh, was no. very unhappy about this one. Uh, not only because they used a photo from Isle of Memphis Flickr, which you can use photos from Isle of Memphis Flickr. Um, that's our Flickr account. That's all of our photos online. That's fine. Uh, but that's just... It's just not true. Memphians only eat food that has been fried or is coated in meat. First of all, what is... Coated in meat. I mean, that's just weird. Uh, but the first sentence of the of the explanation of number five on the list of stereotypes is vegetarians don't have a home in Memphis. And um, 
So yeah, they, which, they'd that one's down me. on the list, or is that? No, that's that's right underneath number five. Oh, that's it says the, it on number five. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, they say that in that description. On yeah, that. yeah. It, they're elaborating on the fact that Memphians only eat things that are fried or covered in meat. And this one, I, this one, this one offends you because you just have to find the place. I mean, there are places where you can get stuff that's almost everything's fried, and we do like eating fried food. Sure, but that's, when they that's say again that, a southern stereotype. Right. We only eat we're one of the you know we always are on the list. It's one of the the, the fattest cities or whatever. We don't eat healthy. We sure, don't pretend we don't, to do that. You don't eat healthy overall. It's something that we need to work on for sure. And it's not as it's not as easy to eat healthy here probably as it is. Probably not, but at the same time, I I review restaurants all the time and almost every single restaurant that I have reviewed since I started 8 months ago has had a vegetarian option, even a separate menu for vegetarian items. Most of the places are going to be very accommodating if you want to eat a vegetarian I just found that one to be really offensive because it kind of made it sound like we weren't hospitable to people right. that were vegetarians. So when I replied uh, to the author of this article and his company, <laughs> I sent them about 10 different links to uh, healthy food and vegetarian food uh, from my blog, from com. different ones that would show him that there are definitely are vegetarian options. And we have people like uh, Bianca Phillips that does her vegan blog, right. and Chubby Vegetarian uh, is a big, um, you know, advocate for vegetarian food. But, you just got to be able to yeah. find, you got to, you can find it. You can find it. If you want to find it, you can find it. And like, go to your blog, like you said. There's, right. there's I mean, links out there. If you type in there, vegetarian there's... in the search bar, it will just fill up your page. But yeah, but don't like, if, you know, this writer, whoever did it, you can't go to Gus's Fried Chicken and sit down and, you know, try to order uh, something vegetarian. I mean, that's, you know, but that's where people go when they come from out sure. of town. I mean, they usually go to a barbecue has place. Vegetarian options you can... now. Yeah. All right, these are these are the ten. That one just made me mad. <laughs> to ten Memphis stereotypes that are completely uh, accurate, um, or not, <laughs> or not. They're definitely not all accurate. Number six is accurate. I think we both agree on this that Memphis bleeds tiger and grizzlies basketball. Yes, I really enjoyed that uh, they included this one on the list of stereotypes and made because... them seem like they did some research. Right, right. <laughs> they they actually like typed Memphis into Google before they wrote this. I mean, even though they have not ever been here. Uh, but, yeah, I think this is great. I mean, basketball is something that brings our city together. It's cliche, but it's true. You know, and and today, it. today of all days, like you, right. you said you were uh, out eating at Chick-fil-A earlier, right? Right. I went and had, had breakfast at Chick-fil-A. Uh, Healthy. <laughs> and um, But, you know, they have some, like, commercial appeals laying around in there. And, you know, there were a couple of folks that were wait, basically waiting in line to pick up the sports section and read. So we were all trying to get our Grizzlies fixed this morning with breakfast. Oh, well, that's good news for our, our daily paper friends there on Union Avenue. Um, uh, number seven, everyone in Memphis takes church seriously. That's a very religious town. It's also one that comes across as a southern stereotype to me more than a Memphis stereotype. I, I completely agree. But and you, right. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I completely agree with you that it is a more Southern stereotype than a mm-hmm. Memphis stereotype. I don't necessarily agree. I don't I don't like the direction that this number seven is going in because they also list a couple of different mega churches and Memphis, but they fail to include anything other than Bellevue Baptist Church. And there right. are a lot of people here that have a lot of different churches and a lot of different faiths, and I just wish that they had included that. If they're going to talk about... If we're going to give them that people in Memphis take church very seriously, which I think that overall people, they do, people do yeah. there should include, like, you know, we have a 
you know, a really robust, like, Jewish community here. Like, why? That's church, too. I don't know why that's not on the list, but anyways, number seven, eh, not, not so great in my it's more, But it's more, a couple of these could be on the list of, yes, it's true, but it's more of a southern stereotype that Memphis participates in. Because if you're an outsider, you come here, and you drive down Park Avenue, and there's a church on every corner, um, and you seem like there's more churches than gas stations sometimes, that you could see them coming across like, okay, yeah, they do taste it seriously in this town, which is true, but it's kind of a that's a southern stereotype. I wish I it think. could have been a little more all inclusive. Uh, number eight on the list of Memphis stereotypes it's just are absolutely weird. <laughs> no matter how fancy they look, Memphians are southern to the core. No matter how fancy they look, Memphians are southern to the core. Well, it's, I, I don't understand that one either because to me, when I think of like the quintessential southern person, it's it can be a person that looks kind of fancy. I mean, if you think about right the Southern Belle and mm-hmm. her, you know, outfits and all that, I mean, that seems fancy to me. So this doesn't even, this is clearly written by a person who has never been to the South. Or if they've been to the South, they just have the Southern cliche that's too, like, what does that mean? That's a, a Northerner or some Yankee or somebody from out <laughs> West just saying... Just, just making stuff up, but, but I do. Their points are are true. I mean, under yes, we use the word y'all here, but so does everybody in the South. Yes, we like hanging out on on the front porch. I but mean, so does anybody with the front porch and a decent day outside? Right, like people love patios and stuff. All right, number nine. Everyone in Memphis is so nice that compliments are actually condescending. Again, I think this one kind of goes to a Southern stereotype as well. I'm glad Memphis is under the the list that we're nice. Right, that's a good stereotype to have. To sure. Have and, but, of course, they bring up the bless your heart. Right, the bless your heart thing um, is it's it's a joke that's been around for a long time, and it's mm-hmm. funny. You know, you say bless your heart, and you're not really saying bless their heart. You're saying too bad for them <laughs> when you, <laughs> when you use that phrase is is the joke. Right. So I just I did this one. That one fell a little flat to me. I didn't like the idea that they were sort of painting Memphis as not being genuine because sure, some people are gonna use bless her heart in a way that's not super nice, but most of the people here are really nice, though. They also give a list of pet names that Memphians are supposed to supposedly use. Uh, pumpkin, sugar, hun. Okay, fine. We've heard people call each other that, but sweet cakes. Sweet cakes? Have you ever heard anybody call anybody I think Johnny Radio cakes? calls people sweet cakes. Among other things. I see it. Right, I, well, I'm I surprised you're not completely then. distracted. What? Our upcoming guest in, in, in the studio. I'm distracted. Now. Uh, and the last one on the list, the women of Memphis are Southern Bells. This one just sounds like no, the, the writer's trying to get a date with somebody That's from Memphis. That's true, though. It is true. Been all around the world. Nothing like a Southern But that woman. one, doesn't that fit under some of these other ones? Yeah. I don't know. I, the women of Memphis are Southern Bells. I mean, you really have to. I, I just, I'm going to say no because Southern Bells doesn't really mean anything. It's just a, it's just a phrase. But they go on to say that women of Memphis are a little flirtatious and proud of their curves. And I just... <laughs> sure. I, it, excellent. Right. Absolutely excellent. So the one that I don't of, know about that. The one that the one that offends you the most <laughs> is the food one, though, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Because we, it made Memphis sound inhospitable. And that's something we talked about that's on the. Not true. And yeah. and on the podcast this this month, the one about food is that Memphis is more than barbecue, and it's really Memphis is more than. Just unhealthy food too. It's more than just right. fried chicken, barbecue, and fry everything. Like there's some good food out there. 
Right, absolutely. And somebody tried to tell me this week that Memphis doesn't have any fine dining, and I rattled off a, <laughs> I rattled off a list of like ten places. And so I hate the the like perpetuation of that right. stereotype. Especially, it's not yeah. True, so. yeah you, did you list off Elfo's restaurant in Germantown? Yes. Tim I and did. Alex Grisani, a great place to go dine, uh, right there next to the railroad tracks. All right, Holly, appreciate you coming in. Yes, this was fun breaking so down this list. I'll get it tweeted out so everybody can see. If you have not seen it, if you're if you're on Facebook, you probably have seen this list been shared by somebody. But I'll share it again in case you haven't, and we'll give this portion even more hits for their lousy list. Right, right, right. <laughs> and um, I will say that they they replied back to me and said this is meant to be for fun, and they apologized for a couple of those and invited me to help them write their next article. So, <laughs> so it tied it all up in a neat little uh, neat little bow for us. So no hard feelings there, but maybe you should. Should come visit before you decide to write stereotypes about right. us. And, uh, all right. Uh, the, ne- the next uh, I Love Memphis podcast we're going to have up at the beginning of uh, May. May. Mm-hmm. Always comes up the uh, first first day of the month. So look for that. Or if not earlier than that, we had this one up even earlier. So uh, look for the new I Love Memphis podcast uh, coming up for May. Subscribe on iTunes. Go to ilovememphisblog.com. Follow Holly if you haven't already at I Love Memphis on Twitter. Thanks, Holly. Thank you, Kevin. All right. We'll take a quick break and be right back. You'll listen to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Where Memphis comes for real, real sports talk. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, welcome back to MSL. Thanks, Holly Whitfield, for joining us there. We're about to be joined by the Lynx and Laces girls. Lynx and Laces golf tournament is next week, and MSL is a proud sponsor of the event. The Lynx and Laces golf tour is coming to Tunica on April 25th and 26th, and you can still uh, register your team. Just go to memphisport.com, click on the Lynx and Laces golf tour uh, logo. It'll take you to the page. You can register your team. It's four-person teams. The Lynx and Laces Golf Tour is unlike any other golf tournament you'll ever play in. It's a two-day event that kicks off with an exclusive, fun, and sexy VIP players party hosted by <laughs> by a, a celebrity, followed by a day on the course like no other. Um, you get lunch, a premium golf gift bag, an 18-hole golf tournament, including complimentary sponsored beverage holes throughout the golf course, and a post-tournament awards dinner. And, of course, the beautiful girls of golf will also be on hand at both events, ensuring a good time is had by all. And um, so it's, it's going to be an awesome event next weekend. We will have our team, and you can win a spot on our team. Johnny Radio, Dustin Starr, and uh, Marcus Hunter will be three of the four. You could be the fourth participant on our golf team uh, next week. Uh, we're going to give you a chance to win that during Hang Up and Listen at noon. But the girls from Links and Laces are going to join us next. So stay right here. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.